Welcome everybody to the comments section. I'm Tim K. This is a podcast where we interview the anonymous trolls, philosophy kings, edgelords, knowledgeable insiders, I am very smarters, and god tier shit posters on the topical issues of the week. This week we are talking to Crush Crush AL. We are talking to him about why the new anime Goblin Slayer promotes fascism, and we're going to talk to him about those things right now. On October 7th, a new anime premiered um, by the name of Goblin Slayer on a network called Crunchyroll. If you don't know what Crunchyroll is, you're not in the anime, that's okay, I'll catch you up to speed. Uh, Crunchyroll is basically a network that only plays anime, so it's a uh, it's ground zero for anime fans in a world where people have been uh, cutting the cord and they're not really subscribed to cable anymore, and you can sort of just go online to Crunchyroll, or uh, it's actually a lot like Netflix, but for anime. So this new show appears, it's called Goblin Slayer. It's based on a manga, and a manga is basically uh, a Japanese comic book. It's kind of just like the drawn form of an anime right so if it's actually animated it's anime if it's not animated a manga so this new show appears in like most uh fantasy cartoons it has a group of adventurers and they go out looking for adventure they go out looking for trouble right so this show starts with three innocent girls and uh, an innocent young man who they're going to go out and they're going to slay some goblins because the goblins have uh, kidnapped somebody or ransacked uh, somebody or something. All of these characters are very innocent looking, right? So like as far as like anime goes, um, you know, there's anime and it's geared towards like little kids and some towards preteens and then there's anime that's geared for adults. this one seems like it was sort of drawn for preteens, and I think that had a lot to do with this controversy. It didn't have that adult tone to it, or that adult style of drawing, say, uh, I want to say something like uh, like Cowboy Bebop, or um, Samurai Champloo, or at least those are the ones I'm familiar with. Let you know right away that this is for adults. So I kind of just skipped through the episode a little bit. Um, just got to the parts that were controversial. Uh, basically, these four young innocent adventurers they go off to find the goblins and defeat them and and rescue the kidnapped villagers. Uh, it all smacks very heavily of D and D, the way that they talk to each other, the way that they talk about adventuring. It almost seems like a little kid's video game or something. So. Uh, They go off to the goblin cave and immediately are attacked and overwhelmed by the goblins. The goblins uh, kill all of them except for one girl who becomes part of the main character's sidekick later. Uh, They rape another girl. Um, They strip her of all her clothes and it's kind of a graphic scene. It's not the most graphic scene that you can find in anime. Uh, Certainly they get more graphic than that with both the murder and and the rape content. But I think it's graphic in light of the way that this show was set up. Eventually, as the lone survivor is trying to escape the cave, she runs into another adventurer who identifies himself only as the Goblin Slayer. He's not... uh, 
you can't see his face, he's just wearing armor, and then he proceeds to just eradicate the goblins uh, like they were absolutely nothing. He is uh, a single-minded person who's not interested in getting the woman or eating good food or uh, doing anything at all except killing goblins. It is his number one and only preoccupation. So much so that his name is literally just Goblin Slayer. That's all he does. Uh, and even after he kills all these goblins that committed these rapes and murders, he goes and he finds all of their crying, scared children. He makes this big speech about how they're just going to grow up and multiply and become horrible too, and then he clubs them all to death, a bunch of crying baby goblins. So it's a pretty brutal scene. On top of that, uh, the network Crunchyroll had, um, according to them, accidentally rated this show as PG. So when people watched it, they were shocked. At least some of them were shocked, right? Most people weren't. Most people were just fine with it. Uh, they they already knew that it was for adults because they had read the manga, but some people definitely were shocked by it. If you go back to our, I think, uh, our episode, Doom Eternal is Offensive, um, I talk about how the right-wing blogosphere kind of picked up like a small amount of tweets that were offended by the, the game Doom. Uh, something very similar happened here. A small amount of tweets um, were sort of packaged into a meme by, I don't know, some, it kind of seems right-wing, right? Wing, right? Uh, they're packaged into a meme and used an example of why, uh, you know, liberals, SJWs or whatever, um, snowflakes are ruining anime now. And it was really only about 10 or 12 tweets, but this meme was kind of spread everywhere, all over Twitter and all over these anime uh, little uh, cultures on the internet. One of these tweets is from a Twitter user called Crush Crushed Aya. We're going to talk to him today. We're going to talk to him about why he thought the show promoted fascism. And we're going to uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the backlash that he received for being part of this meme. And even though I think that a lot of his points are pretty good and they can stand on their own, his opinion was definitely in the minority. Um, there weren't a lot of people complaining about this show. He was one of the very few. And I'm not even sure that saying that complaining uh, is the right word. It almost seems too strong for what he was trying to say. So we picked his comment because it was the controversial comment. Another Twitter user, at Gabomatic, uh, he said something along the lines of, Hey, since Goblin Slayer is out, some PSAs. Number one, massive trigger warning for sexual assault. Number two, don't watch Goblin Slayer. To which Crush Crush Aya replied, I feel as if a horny fascist wrote this shit. Didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I would have preferred even better production values to add more impact to the action, but still, it somehow works because there is a creepy physicality involved. Another Twitter user, at WBastard, writes, What does Goblin Rate have to do with fascism? And to that, Crush Crush Aya replies, Haha, <laughs> that by itself, not much. But the baby slaughter is definitely fascist, plus the essentialist nature of the goblins, plus the idealization of the ruthless, badass protagonist. The rape just adds a horny flavor and the, quote, this is the real world kids, aura that fits with the above. And my tweet got like two likes and his tweet got 42 likes. Right, yeah, there was and, a... Uh... Uh, yeah. 
there was a very big like backlash against um mm-hmm. you know all these people yeah. who had something kind of negative to say about this first episode. I don't think that it was really like that many people um but uh yeah, yeah. all your tweets um, kind of got put together and actually uh, like after my tweets uh, I saw on YouTube that uh, some very famous uh, anime guys like Digibro or Pedantic Romantic they released some videos some very negative videos on Goblin Slayer so uh-huh. and they made uh, not Digibro com- uh, didn't make the same arguments but Pedantic when I saw his video he ma- he used like a lot of the same arguments I used but the difference is that I said so many times that I like the first episode you know like I called it the fa- I called it the fastest show yes but that doesn't mean that I don't like it but, so, uh, so can you explain, yeah. like, uh, like what about this was fascist that's apart from uh, other shows, in your opinion? Because I know that there's obviously there's a lot of sure, yeah, uh, yeah. murder and rape in anime, and there's okay. a lot of adult content. So why okay. is this apart? Yeah, yeah. I used uh, Shingeki no Bahamut, another high fantasy anime as a comparison. Now, a pedantic guy might say this is dark fantasy, that, that one was high fantasy, but I don't care about that stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, Shingeki, for example, had uh, demons as a race of uh, sentient beings, okay? And in the first season, uh, they were portrayed as the bad guys. Like, the final uh, evil demon was the last boss of the season, okay? But in the second season, they played with audience expectations, and they completely turned, like, uh, the whole idea that demons are essential they are that demons are inherently evil they completely reversed that and they showed like a, a human guy a human king that committed a, a holocaust or a, a genocide against demons and they showed it for like a, a, a completely horrific thing even though the demons were the bad guys in the first season right and they did a lot of bad things so one could say oh he's justified but the show understands that this is disgusting because these are sentient beings you know yeah and yeah, the show understands that there's no such thing as uh, if there is an, a being that thinks for for itself uh, to to say that its race, its uh, its species is how to say like uh, inherently disgusting and uh, should be slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show under, that show understood that that's a bad idea, right? That's uh, <laughs> that's crazy, and Goblin Slayer goes completely the opposite way and uh, the whole premise is that there are some beings in this world that need to die basically that need to be exterminated like uh, vermin like cockroaches like some other guys in the on twitter they compared the goblins to cockroaches or stuff like that yeah yeah but my problem is that the goblins are portrayed as semi-sentient beings okay because goblins are like very prevalent creatures in fantasy they we see to, we see them all the time in uh, uh, from comedic uh, portrayals in Hearthstone or in uh, you know video games to more like uh, the gritty serious stuff like uh, Lord of the Rings or I mean no not that Lord of the Rings is gritty but you, you understand what I mean like more right. uh, rea- realistic in quotes portrayals sure uh, yeah so my problem is that uh, the goblins in Goblin Slayer like sort of become like a stand-in for, I say it in some of my tweets, like this idea of the other, other in capital letters, yeah. Uh, so anyone can project whatever one wants uh, into them. Like, for example, I saw uh, some guys that uh, <laughs> definitely harbored some far-right sympathies on Twitter that uh, 
used phrases like, oh, you know, you want the goblins to come rape your wife or uh, phrases like cultural uh, enrichment, which is like a standing term for, you know, immigrants and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the stuff that immigrants come to our countries and the leftists try to say like, uh, oh, you know, their culture is good and it's, uh, it will enrich the society. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm very, I'd say, I'm used to this stuff, so I know the the phrases and uh, mentality, and I think that Goblin Slayer, in a way, reinforces that uh, mentality precisely, and uh, it makes you identify with a protagonist that is ruthless, that doesn't care about uh, stuff like uh, feelings, or you know, like some leftists say, oh, we have to protect to protect the the children of the immigrants, and some of them are innocent. You can make these kinds of comparisons, even though. It might seem far-fetched to some, I don't know, okay. Uh, but uh, this idea that there is an evil, uh, an inherent evil in the other, and we have to eradicate completely even the children, uh, that's, that's some Nazi stuff, I think. Yeah. So this seems like fascism seems like kind of a, an important topic to you. Is that fair to say? Uh, sure. Yeah. Maybe not just because <laughs> it seems yeah. like I, I, this is something you've thought a lot about. Um, yeah, but uh, I have to repeat myself. Like, I call the show fascist, but that doesn't mean. First of all, that doesn't mean that I think the author is fascist. Sure. I don't think it's intentional on his part. Right. Okay. Maybe it is, but I don't care about the stuff. I care about what the the text in itself says or right. uh, evokes. You know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, apart from that, that. Again, that doesn't mean that I didn't like the show. Right. Like, I think it's a pretty fascist first episode. And, you know, I'm pretty openly, I'm a leftist, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, some I think uh, <laughs> this is like uh, hypocritical of me, but no, I don't think that's the case. I had fun with the first episode. I, like, felt the, the whole thing, the, <laughs> the disgusting uh, right, philosophy, yeah. ideology of the show. But I liked it. I had fun Okay, but that doesn't mean that we should pretend that uh, it's not what it is, I think. Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Stay tuned, there's more interview with Crush Crush Aya after the break. Uh, In the meantime, why don't you uh, listen to a small sample from our podcast partner this week at Death Saving Bros. Death Saving Bros is an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode follows the exploits of our adventurers in the realm of Ralveria. I'm just going to shoot the guy closest. Not the guy closest to you. Let's reiterate, the closest bad guy. I mean, why would you put a minecart and not expect us to instantly want to ride it? New episodes are released every Tuesday, so tune in via your podcasting app of choice for an epic quest you won't forget. Everybody is to hear the magic that is going to be created right now. Um, uh, the question I really wanted to get to was like, uh, what is your kind of personal experience with fascism that you think allows you to sort of see it right here very plainly and obviously in Goblin Slayer where other people don't see it at all and really, you know, kind of think uh, your comment was out of bounds. Like, why do you think you see it and Uh, others don't? Look, uh, I think the guys that uh, had, uh, how to say, like a disagreement with me. Yeah. uh, I saw them like some, 
I think there are some remnants of uh, the whole Gamergate uh, fiasco that happened like uh, four years ago, if you remember. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I check their profiles and uh, most of them are like uh, centrists or right-wing people that uh, pretend that politics have no place in art, in anime, and um, it's stupid or funny, ha ha ha, you know, to even talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, oh, come on, relax. It's like it's a, it's a goblin show. It's, uh, they're supposed to be these uh, evil creatures. What's the problem here? Uh, but uh, as you can see, like Goblin Slayer is a very fairly popular show. Like apart from the big Sonnen series uh, airing right now, um, it's a pretty big, right? Like it's one of the most watched and uh, popular shows of the season. So mm-hmm. I don't think we should ignore what it says or what it's uh, what it implies, at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to reply to your question more specifically, look, I was there during the whole Gamergate fiasco, so I know these guys. You know, like yeah. How to say? Uh, it's not. It's not that I have like a <laughs> an academic. Okay, yeah, sure. Of course, everyone is interested in fascism. Like that's not uh, something uh, like special about me. And uh, I haven't studied it like academically, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not my specialty. But uh, I know all too well the, this mentality of of both being uh, far right and pretending that we are not. Because that's exactly what some of these people are doing. Like, I, I went into their profiles, and you could see, like, some stuff like, uh, you know, the, the Kavanaugh nomination in the United States. How to sure. pronounce his name? It's the judge, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were uh, cheering. They were saying, like, uh, uh, right now, women's rights are cancelled, and feminism is fucked completely. And uh, they were uh, making, like, a party about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, to pretend that you didn't get any fascist enjoyment out of Goblin Slayer, and then I go and see you write that stuff. I mean, that's a bit ridiculous to me. At least be honest about it, okay? At least, like, how to say, <laughs> uh, drop down your pants and uh, swing your fascist dick around. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, I mean, I can see you. That's, that's what I want to, to tell to these people. Like, at least be honest. Come on. Sure. Uh, this goes, yeah, this goes to the right wingers. But the most, how to say, like the most... Uh, pedantic and stupid arguments came from the centrists. Like, these guys that repeat the same thing, the same bullshit all these years, they don't understand anything. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's a bit too confrontational maybe, but uh, I saw their whole stick during Gamergate. Uh, this whole uh, ga- this whole politics has no place in video games, in uh, manga or whatever, and uh, they resist, uh, like, uh, instinctively any ide- ideological or political analysis. Not even critique. Like that's what I was saying. Like I'm not critiquing the show. Okay, this is not a critique. This is like a statement. This is like what I think it, it says. Sure. You know, it's not like fascist is a shorthand for the show being bad. I mean, the show has problems, sure, but uh, that's not it. Okay, there there are like excellent fascist authors, for example, like Celine. Mm-hmm. If you know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, these are like. <laughs> These are my main arguments against these two types of people, the far-right people who are dishonest in uh, what they say, and the centrists who are, I think, I don't know what they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you think that this this kind of message of um, fascism or genocide exists in a, in a lot of fantasy culture? Because there are a lot of fantasy narratives and a lot of fantasy stories in which some you know race of beings uh whether they're orcs or goblins or 
dark elves or what yeah. have you, you know, they're just bad and all you can do yeah, is yeah, kill yeah. them. You know, doesn't yeah. that exist everywhere to some degree? Of course, of course, of course. sure. And that, uh, I don't know where it started, uh, but Tolkien definitely pop popularized that idea that uh, some races are just bad, like the orcs, and, you know, they, they just have to die. We have to kill them all. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, some guy actually on Twitter told me this, and I just said to him, like, yeah, but we've been talking about this since forever, like since Tolkien released uh, his trilogy, his, uh, his books, uh, his politics, his uh, at least like implied uh, politics in his work were discussed by just through academic circles, but in general by fantasy fans. Yeah. Like this, uh, this it's, I think it's a very modern idea from people who grew up with uh, video game magazines and they have no no context of how analysis works. Like they think that this is something new invented by Anita Sarkeesian or something. Like feminists uh, just suddenly started talking about uh, politics and art and stuff, but it's been going on since forever. You sure. Know? Yeah. So uh, tell me about like kind of the backlash you got here. Because obviously, like we were talking earlier, um, your comment got made into a meme uh, that was kind of spread around as an example of people being, yeah. you know, having their feelings hurt. You guys got called snowflakes yeah, yeah. Um, and so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, uh, how'd that I make you to, feel to kind of be part of that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Like, I kept replying to these guys. If you see, like, my Twitter feed, yeah. uh, I wasn't, like, uh, defensive. I didn't block any of them, uh, even though I think some of them were very dishonest. Like, uh, I, I tried to be... Ernest and try to have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but some of them were very resistant to that. And I think because it's like they have this um, click and they have to appear cool in front of them. Sure. And even like uh, even the, the thought of uh, engaging in a conversation with someone is uh, makes them uncomfortable, I think, because mm -hmm. I'm the enemy to them. Okay. So they have to treat me with uh, the mock, uh, mockery or disrespect just to appear cool, I think. Uh, but uh, mostly, like it just made me relieve the Gamergate years a bit. Yeah. Uh, the same type of stance, the same type of aura, you know, around these people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was interesting. Like I don't regret making that tweet. Would you uh, consider yourself an easily offended people or an easily no, offended oh my person? God. You know? No, no, absolutely not. And uh, I think it's the opposite, actually. Like I think uh, they were the ones that got offended by my tweet. So mm -hmm. uh, we have to reverse this in, in this case. I think uh, these are the people that are actually very, how to say, like uh, <laughs> snowflakey, I think. Sure. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, every mention of politics or ideology in art makes them go into a panic. They think their, their whole world is collapsing. And, uh, yeah, they have to, uh, they have to grow up sometime. So if I could ask you, like, let's just say that your tweet, when you, you put it out there about um, how you found it, uh, the show, to have strong sort of tones of fascism, if it had, like, a yeah. maximum impact, uh, whatever that might be, like, what would that look like? Um, what would, like, a successful version of this tweet look like? What were you hoping people would get out of it? Uh, well, of course, I didn't expect it to be um, something like a something so big, but uh, I think uh, it was successful after all, because it pressed the right buttons, like it spoke to the right people, and I think uh, even if it made them, how to say, like, 
even even think a bit about uh, their relationship with art. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that happened. But um, like I said, I don't regret making it. I don't know what impact it has on the world. I I didn't get a lot of um, positive uh, encouragement from fellow leftists because I think uh, my statement that I actually like the show offended those guys as well. So I was like a bit <laughs> uh, without. Uh, allies in this, uh, but it's fine. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's it for the show this week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Crush Crush AF for being my guest this week. I'm Tim K. This has been The Comments Section.